mentioned how coming out just now, when you did come out, changed your life. Describe a little bit more. How did it change your life? Um, I've just never felt so comfortable and like sure of myself before in my life. And uh, it's cool to be able to share like my most authentic self with the world and not feel like the world's judging me anymore because there's so much positivity and it's becoming such such a thing where everybody is able to like be who they are and be accepted in all their forms um and i don't know i feel like i'm just mentally physically just all overall healthier it's just incredible it's incredible i uh talk some powerful words during one of the most powerful times of each and every year. This is Adashina Koike, and you're listening to the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast, episode number 38 in your ear right now. And speaking of right now, we're in the month of June, and June is Pride Month, where sexual diversity is celebrated around the world, as well as highlighting the impact the LGBTQ community has had on this world, in this world. And unless you have lived under a rock or you still hold discriminatory views, you'll know that that impact is massive. And at this time last year, Outsports.com put on a few events here in New York City in the lead-up to the Pride Parade here in the Big Apple. And I was fortunate enough to tag along uh, with Outsports.com during this weekend-long symposium as people representing the National Football League, the National Hockey League, uh, the National Women's Hockey League, sports journalists, collegiate athletes, all came to New York City to be a part uh, of this symposium uh, during this weekend uh, last year. And to be able to be with and be a part of the Pride Parade last year via Outsports.com uh, uh, was something that I'll never, ever forget. To be hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm with some of these wonderful people while walking past the Stonewall Inn uh, during the parade last year. That was one of the most moving uh, experiences that I have ever had. Of course, uh, the uh, Stonewall Inn and the Stonewall Riots uh, back in 1969, uh, known as the official beginning of the gay LGBTQ rights movement and in 2019 which is this year the 50th anniversary of the uh stonewall riots and this year new york city is the host of world pride uh in 2019 and one of the people that we got a chance to walk alongside with during last year's pride parade a person named jace anderson who just completed his career as a collegiate athlete at the university of nebraska in lincoln nebraska he was a triple jumper and long jumper and before we got on to the actual march uh last year as we were uh waiting in eighth avenue waiting for uh our group to be called and then participate uh in the march uh i got a chance to speak with jace anderson and talk about his journey into feeling comfortable uh with himself he came out uh, a couple of years ago via a youtube video and the reception that he got was absolutely positive and i just talked with him um about his journey and uh it was such an interesting conversation i thought it would be about a 10 minute conversation it almost turned into uh, a half hour conversation uh on the corner of 17th street uh and 8th avenue and his voice is the voice you heard at the very beginning uh of the podcast so i talked to him 
uh, about that moment where he did come out and how that improved his performance uh, uh, in track and field during his junior year. Uh, And just also talked about uh, a couple of interesting uh, situations that he found himself in not too long after he came out uh, involving the football team, uh, of course, which is as close to a professional team as you get uh, in the uh, state of Nebraska and uh, the support that members of the football team showed and the importance of his family uh, supporting him uh, as well. So it's a wonderful interview that we got a chance to conduct last year uh, during pretty much the march, uh, the uh, Pride Parade march in 2018. So here's our interview with uh, Jace Anderson uh, of the University of Nebraska in Lincoln. He he is set to graduate in August, so congratulations to him uh, in advance. So sit back, relax, enjoy this interview uh, with Jace Anderson, an engaging and wonderful person. And we'll see you at the very end of the show. We are standing on the corner of 17th Street and 8th Avenue on this Sunday, getting ready for the New York City Pride Parade as part of the New York City Pride Parade, as well as the 2018 Outsports Pride Summit. And pleased to be joined right now on the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast by Jace Anderson of the University of Nebraska track team, sixth place, placing sixth uh, in the indoor championships in the Big Ten Conference in the triple jump. And first of all, Jace, thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, what are your emotions right now as we're standing on the street uh (laughs) cabbies going down and going north uh getting ready to be a part of this celebration of pride well first of all thank you for having me um i'm super excited right now my emotions are wild ever since i got here um thursday it's just been like a whirlwind nebraska is not like this and it's so like there's just so much here and it's so loving and everybody's just kind of like wild and out there it's perfect it's perfect it's every, everything a pride should be and i'm so glad to be a part of it is this your first time in new york first time in new york yeah first definitely yeah definitely won't be your last it sounds like oh no no it's because isn't world pride here next year uh, i believe so yeah yes, so not- i gotta be back for that of course of course <laughs> right. uh you mentioned how nebraska uh the state let alone lincoln nebraska is not necessarily uh like new york of course in the big 10 so many uh cities that house the schools in the big 10 are in the midwest and yep. uh Enough of those states tend to lead more conservative uh, than not. Uh, what has been uh, the reception and the reaction? Has it been more positive when you've been to uh, these different uh, cities in the Midwest? Yeah, of course. Um, ever since I came out, um, I got nothing but like a lot of positivity. Everybody's been so welcoming. Um, at the Outdoor Big Tens, I was able to meet um, for the first time three other um, openly out gay athletes on the track, um, track team. I think one was from, um, goodness, it was Illinois, and then uh, two were from. Um, um, Minnesota, I believe. And it was awesome. They were great guys. Um, I know I like follow them now on social media. It's super cool. We keep in touch. It's just been a really, really good experience overall. overall and I'm having a blast. A blast. It's changed my life ever since coming out. It's just been amazing. It's been amazing. Uh, once again, Chase Anderson joining us, uh, triple jumper, long jumper uh, at the University of Nebraska. Lincoln, you mentioned how coming out just now, when you did come out, mm-hmm. changed your life. Describe a little bit more. How did it change your life? Um, I've just never felt so comfortable and like sure of myself before in my life. And uh, it's cool to be able to share like my most authentic self with the world and not feel like the world's judging me anymore because there's so much positivity and it's becoming such such a thing where everybody is able to like be who they are and be accepted in all their forms um and i don't know i feel like i'm just 
mentally, physically, just all overall healthier. It's just incredible. It's incredible. I uh, talked with uh, Harrison Brown this weekend, uh, one of the first transgender people to play, uh, come out and play in a professional sport. Yeah. And she mentioned some of the most impactful messages that she got um, after she came out was when she got messages from people who said that they were getting ready to give up the sport or their sport until they saw someone like Harrison. Um, was there ever a point when uh, getting ready to come out where you just thought the pressure of either coming out or the pressure that you might think uh, may come in coming out, maybe something where you may want to give up what you love, either it's sport or something else? Yeah, definitely. So when I kind of like came out or dropped that video, um, when I came out publicly, um, it was right after I finished my sophomore year of college. And sophomore year during indoor and outdoor season was kind of a struggle. Um, I actually had to, my coach recommended, because my performance wasn't all that, um, all that where I wasn't um, enjoying track and field because I was kind of like living a double life. Um, in a sense, like outside of track, I was, I would be able to hang out with my friends, be 100% myself, be open to them. And within the track community or just athletics in general, I was still very much closeted. And uh, it was actually really draining and exhausting to kind of like be going back and forth. Um, I was able to, I was like getting a taste of what it was like to be normal, or not to say normal, be happy 100%. And then kind of like throwing myself back into the closet. Um, and so it was like definitely affecting how I was performing. Um, it was definitely draining. And so there was times I didn't want to go practice. I didn't want to compete. It was... Um, I don't want to say I ever wanted to necessarily give up the sport, but I was ready, in a sense, for it to kind of be over. I was, like, looking forward to the day it was over because it was just so overall draining. Um, but, yeah, um, I, like, was able to speak to my psychiatrist and, like, just talk about it. And she kind of, like, it's just been a whole process. Um, helped me kind of get things off my chest, talk to a bunch of different people. And then, um, gradually, I was able to come out to my team, and they were all super accepting. Um, got nothing but great positivity, open arms, hugs, love, um, so much support, so many shout-outs, so much um so many messages saying like how proud everybody was of me and how what I was doing was making a difference because I do understand that there's it's still even though it's growing and still getting really big there's so much so much to do and there's still so many people that need the help that I needed and so um, it's just been amazing I'm so glad I, I mean I'm in a position where I can share my voice for others and help them um, when definitely when I needed the help for sure. Once again, Jace Anderson joining us, uh, long and triple jumper at the University of Nebraska. You mentioned the video uh, that you made uh, when you did come out. Uh, tell me the process of was it was it you that wanted to make the video? Were you encouraged by a few people? Tell me the step by step process when it when that idea started and then when it finally came to fruition when the video did come out. Oh yeah, of course. And so when I kind of started thinking about putting together that video, I was in such a place where I felt like I was all by myself, where I didn't know anybody that was like me. And what I mean by that was I had um, female um, athletes on the team that were gay. Um, and it, it, was, it seemed kind of, to me and kind of like to everybody else within the athletic um, environment that I was part of, it seemed a little more acceptable um, for like, the girls to kind of... Um, be gay and openly out because um, they could be kind of like one of the guys um, but I didn't necessarily know anybody in my position this is a completely new world to me I the second I dropped that video a week after that um, I got all this exposure um, how, long, how long ago was the video? the video was actually about a year ago yeah because um, anybody that I knew that was out or 
whatever it was already at the top. They're already performing at the professional level, um, but I didn't know anybody that was competing in college, going through the same thing, same things I'm going through. I'm um, doing college, doing sports, doing life, work, just kind of like me. Um, and then dropping that video is kind of like me reaching out for help in a sense, if you, um, so to think. Um, and so when I did, I was. Um, Jim wrote an article and uh, then it just kind of blew up and then I met all of these amazing people and it has just been able to be a part of so much um, and so much exposure and it opened my eyes. I, I definitely I had no idea this kind of, this world existed. It, it's incredible. Of course, Jim, the uh, co-founder yeah. uh, of Outsports uh, as well. Uh, you mentioned well. You mentioned the video. Yep. Um, how much does and did social media help uh, in uh, the support uh, that you got uh, after you came out? Oh, it was it was a really big factor. I was having people reach out to me all across the world. Um, it kind of like, it was taken back a little bit. Um, I didn't realize how influential that would have been. Um, and I didn't realize how impactful that was for people to kind of look to me for admiration and um, strength, in a sense. And so it definitely helped me during a time because, I mean, I was still coming out and still, like, figuring out the process. And so to, like, have that support from so many people from all across the world, sh um, them showing so much love to me, I was able to be more confident myself as well. And so it's, I was been able to grow with the people that are supporting me and like talking to them and um, helping them get through it while they help me at the same time. And so it's just been incredible, yeah. The social media has been very, very big. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, so in that story, in that Outsports piece, um, it was referenced and mentioned that you, or at least you told me that you were confronted by members of the Nebraska football team about your sexual orientation. And this was before you came out officially? Yeah, this was before I had... I was only out to my, like, really, really close friends. I don't even think I was out to my family yet. I don't remember 100%. Um, I'd have to, like, go back and think about the time frame. Was this, like, freshman, sophomore year, maybe? So this would have been sophomore year. And so this is kind of when I was starting to get comfortable about, like, the first steps of accepting who I was. And I was at a party with some of my close friends um, who, happened to, who knew I was gay. And at the party, there was three football players on the track team, or on the, yeah, the football team. And they were mutual friends with the same friends that I was friends with. And um, I've like seen them around before, and they seen me, and we would like do like subtle gestures, like head nods, like basically from like, oh yeah, you know what I mean, just recognition and things like that, but never actual conversation or getting to know know each other. Um, but yeah, I was at a party, and we a bunch of us we were hanging out on the balcony outside, and then my friends that we knew they walked inside like randomly, and then I just found myself with these three football players. They're all linemen, um, just huge guys, and like. Like started talking and then so nonchalantly, one of them goes, so it came up in conversation that you swung for the other team. And he like kind of left it off there. And then it, like it caught me like out of surprise. I was like a deer in the headlights because I didn't know what to say. But I knew I couldn't deny it because um, like for, for, he must have known and like because my friends were at the party and it was just, I just wasn't, I couldn't deny it anymore. And so I was like, yeah. And they... Uh, they were like, we think that's awesome. We think that's awesome that you're not denying it. And we just want to tell you that we support you. And that was with the football players. So yeah. yeah, so that was these football players, these massive human beings. Um, that, like, there's, like, you know, there's, like, that stigma with, like, in the sense of football players. But I feel like that's, what, like, how we have to, we have to kind of break down some of those stigmas with, or stereotypes towards any, any group of um, people. Because they were just the most loving, caring people. I still talk to them to this day. Um, actually, though this past week before I even got to New York, I saw all three of them randomly at the stadium with different times. Yeah, and had conversation with each one of them. Said hi, um, hung out briefly. Um, 
And so they've just been a really big part of like my coming out experience and my comfortability being openly out in athletics. Um, and they've just been a really good support system for me. They took it really well. They each gave me a hug after that encounter. Obviously, I was still nervous. I was just like, whoa, what just happened? I had barely come out to anybody. It was like one of my first encounters. And so it was it was really hard, like, um, heartwarming to have that happen. Um, and I'd be, I'm now really good friends with them to this day. And it's awesome. Yeah. That, that, that couple of seconds when that question was asked and that euphemism was used, uh, Time must have stood still. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I I don't remember exactly what even ran through my mind, other than just kind of being shocked, like not wanting to be in that that position right there. Like I didn't did you know. What was going did you expect the worst? I didn't think anything. Did you expect anything? I didn't expect anything. I didn't think anything bad was gonna happen. I didn't think anything good. I just was like, oh god, I don't know what to say. I'm not. I don't even know what's going on, basically. And um, then when I mustered up the words to say like yes. And then to get the response that they gave me, it meant the absolute world. Like now, here I am, literally shouting to the world, I'm gay, in New York City, in the streets, in literally short shorts, a crop top, and just having the time of my life with some incredible people. So many people uh, are role models and are role models in many different ways. Some people may not view themselves as a role model and just want to live the life uh, that they believe they should live uh, on this earth. Do you view yourself as a role model? And if so, how do you go about in being a role model for those who do look up to you? Yeah, um, I guess now, in a sense, I feel like a role model. It's kind of weird to think of yourself like being kind of influential or so. Um... But, like, as I've come out and have been able to share my experiences... Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, and have had people look up to me, I guess. I definitely feel like continuing to spread the world and continuing to show such great positivity and awareness and being an advocate for um, the LGBTQ community. Um, it's... I feel like it's, like, a responsibility now and that I want to take on and I want to continue to share with the entire world and help improve and everything like that. Uh, we are now officially uh, taking our first oh, yeah. steps, all right, past 8th Avenue, going uh, into 7th again. Uh, Jace Anderson, long and triple jumper, uh, track and field athlete at the University of Nebraska joining us. And um, we see in social media the importance of those when calling out injustice, uh, specifically with minorities, those who are not minorities, yeah. how it's important for them to call out the injustices. Yep. Okay, and I'm sure it's exactly the same with the LGBT community, yeah. those who are not in the LGBT community, and it's important uh, for us, and I include myself in it, uh, to call out the injustices, to promote inclusion as well. For those who yeah. do want to promote inclusion for the LGBT community, uh, Q community as well, um, in sports specifically, whether it's uh, in athletics, playing in athletics, or in journalism, what advice would you give to those who want to gain more of an understanding and want to be a person to be a voice for those in the LGBT community, specifically in sports? Um, I would say kind of like take it on full, full um, board. Uh, spread nothing but love and encouragement and show the world um, the world in athletics especially that it's okay to be who you are that the stigma um, of that masculine environment um, that athletics typically has uh, 
doesn't define anything about you. You can be whoever you are. You can be accepted. Um, you just keep your head tall. You keep your head tall. You keep on... You... It's, it's weird. Like, when you find yourself in a place where you can love yourself entirely, you learn to not care what the rest of the world is thinking. And it's so empowering. So empowering. Um, when I... And I mean, I'm still totally trying to figure that out. I mean, I'll definitely get discouraged or insecure, but just kind of reminding myself that I'm happy with who I am, and people are gonna either learn to accept that or not. And almost everybody that I've come into contact with has loved that and um, has embraced that, and it's just been an incredible journey. Uh, in those moments when you said you. Do you still get discouraged or insecure? What are your fallbacks? Um, just, I guess, kind of getting in my own head. Um, everybody, I mean, you like to think 100% that you don't care what the world thinks or anything like that. Um, I feel like everybody, in a sense, th- uh, wor- worries about what other people have to say, but just reminding yourself that that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter that as long as you're happy with who you are, that's all that matters. Like, you're only, you can only control yourself in this world. And living your best life is absolutely incredible. Something that my mom always told me um, growing up, she used to say, Jace, you're going to make a lot of noise in this world. And when I finally got that confidence and accepted myself entirely, I was like, Mom, I'm going to roar. I just want to roar. You know what I mean? It's, I'm excited. It, and so it's just been incredible. It's so important and you see statistics and you see um, public service announcements, how important it is for family support in being able to be comfortable and be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Um, and you just mentioned your mom. Uh, can you even put into words the importance of your mom and your family uh, during this trek and road? Yeah, my mom and my family, they're absolutely—they're my world, they're my rock, they're my 100% support system. They're the reason why I'm able to do what I'm doing and feel as confident that I'm feeling. Um, they are literally everything to me. That support that you can get from your family, I, I just feel so blessed and so fortunate to have them in my life. Not once did they ever judge me, make me feel out of place, make me feel insecure, and nothing. And there was nothing but love and support. When I told my mom, I was actually crying, and she, it's funny, she called off work the next day so we could have, like, a personal day, just me and her. And so, like, just to have her do something like that shows so, so shows how much love she has for me. And it just, I, I just love her so much. I love my whole family. They're so accepting. They're, they're incredible. They're incredible. Uh, what do the next three months in your athletic career look like? The next three months? The next three to six months. Um, so I'll probably finish out this month kind of like taking a break right now. So I like just finished up track of, um, about four weeks ago, I think, um, at the, yeah, regionals in Sacramento. Oh, sorry. I'm losing my voice. At regionals in Sacramento. Um, so I'll probably finish up, um, the rest of the month of June of kind of like vacation, so to speak. And then I'll start picking up all my summer workouts and lifting again. I mean, I still have been lifting heavily this, uh, this month, just kind of trying to stay in shape, but yeah, I'll definitely be getting back um, into the swing of things and meeting with my teammates and my coaches again. And come September, back in it, full throttle, training again, getting ready for another successful season. Um, I hope everything works out amazing. Um, and I'm ready to go to nationals. That's what that's what I'm looking forward to. I want that so much. When I didn't um, go to regionals or didn't make it to nationals after regionals, I didn't perform like I would have liked. It kind of like just ignited this fuel, this 
fire in me where I, I, I want that spot. I want to say I did that. I want to, I want to compete against the greatest, and I want to be great. And so I'm gonna, excuse my language, work my ass off to do that. And oh, so, don't, yeah. don't worry about it. You can, right? Yeah, don't worry about being censored. It's all good, right? Yeah, we'll work on that in editing. But now, you know, it's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, who are your role models, if any? My role models. Definitely my mom, uh, my sisters, my brothers, uh, my whole family, they're everything. I have an incredible, incredible um, best friend group. <laughs> they're actually my uh, roommates as well. And I, so I live in a house with four, yeah, four other gay um, individuals. And uh, we're literally going on this journey together. We, it's like a, we all kind of came out about the same time and been best friends. And it's, they're literally my rock. And um, definitely the team here with OutSports and all the individuals and everybody here in the city of New York, everybody that just comes out um, to support literally just mean the world to me. It's incredible. I love it. Jay Sanderson of the University of Nebraska track team, thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you for talking. Yeah. Yeah. Best of... Continued luck and success uh, in Lincoln, and please enjoy the heck out of this march right now. (laughs) It's going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. By far, one of the more enjoyable interviews that I've ever gotten uh, to conduct for this podcast. And I thank Jace Anderson so very much for being an integral part uh, of this interview. And uh, we hope this interview inspires as well as informs uh, people. So uh, that is episode number 38 of the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast. We're wrapping up right now, but make sure to stay tuned for episode number 39 of the A Lot of Sports Talk podcast, which is coming Coming shortly, and if you have gone to our website recently, uh, a lot of you'll see that we have Major League Baseball covered uh, in Arizona, in Texas, and here in New York. Uh, our photographers and other reporters are working hard, uh, bringing you some of the more wonderful coverage that you will see of sports, professional and collegiate, uh, online. And again, follow us on social media. Uh, on Instagram, we are a lot of sports talk. That's also the same case on Facebook, a lot of sports talk. Uh, to find us on Twitter, it is a lost, A L O S T underscore official. If you want to find me on Twitter, it is Koiki, K O I K I underscore sport. Uh, thank you so very much for joining us. Episode 38 has come to a close. Episode 39 coming to you very, very shortly. Thank you so very much for the time. My name is Adeshina Koike. I'm going to get ready to go out to New York City and uh, celebrate Pride with some wonderful, wonderful uh, people. And again, you don't have to be of the LGBTQ community to support the LGBTQ community. Uh, Thank you so much for the time, and we do hope you have a wonderful day. Take care and happy Friday.